Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the Weekly Standard is reporter Alice Lloyd. You've been keeping an eye on America's ultimate sanctuary communities, college campuses. But you're not talking about a sanctuary from logic, reason, fact, biology, or information, are you? A sanctuary from law. All of a sudden, yeah. (laughs) Specifically, though, laws regarding people who are in the country illegally. What's going on? Well, um, following the, you know, deeply disturbing election, um, sort of when everyone ran out of tears, they moved on to, And puppies. Right. Remember, they had to have puppies. Remember the colleges that set up... I'm not making this up. They had petting rooms. Coloring books. Coloring books. That's right. $60,000 so your kid can color. Right, but and and then you you move on to resistance, right? And that's and that's in the form of convincing your administrator to you know grandstand against the incoming administration to say you know whether you overturn the executive order that established DACA, you know deferred action for children, or or not, will protect our students who are in the country illegally, you know whether they were members of DACA or not. It's it's all it it all gets very complicated. What schools can and cannot actually do, and that's why they're going to organizations like the American Council um, on Education. And I, I spoke um, with some folks there who say they've been hearing from college presidents left and right. You know, how do I really fulfill my promise to my students that I'll that I'll protect? <laughs> Illegal so, immigrants. So the, the first, let's start with the beginning, which is protests. Students demanding that the college not allow the laws of the United States to be enforced on campus when it comes to illegal immigrants, right? Right, and that's and, and is a very. Some of them are asking for specific actions. Some are asking for just kind of vague resistance actions. And then some of the college administrators are responding by saying yes, saying saying we'll do what we can if right. we need to, you know. And this is where it's it's a little disturbing. If if you're concerned about these student safety, demand that they come forward so that we can provide them legal aid. And it, it's it's one of those you know what you wish for situations. But I don't <laughs> want to go too dark here. And and at the same time, ICE officials, immigration officials, aren't particularly eager to storm campuses and arrest anybody anyway. And this is hardly you know the first priority of the immigration platform in the first mm-hmm. place. And it's not the first priority that we've heard coming from possible future Attorney General Jeff Sessions. It's not what we're hearing from the Team Trump. But interestingly, from the hoist on one's own petard department. It may be the case that the Trump administration will be newly empowered <laughs> to coerce colleges to cooperate with immigration enforcement thanks to actions of the Obama administration. I mean, it is always the case um, that an incoming administration can take advantage of, you know, executive overreaches made by the previous one. <laughs> Reinterpreting any existing statute to mean what he wants to, to crack down on these uh, sanctuary campuses, will be within the administration's uh, reach especially now and especially after um, the way that the Obama Education Department has creatively enforced its agenda on college campuses and Trump's administration can do the same. I assume you're talking about Title IX, which used to simply mean uh, you have to have some sports programs and you have to make sure that all your academic programs are open to both women and men, and now has been twisted into if you allow due process on campus for male alleged sex offenders we will threaten your funding. If you allow speech that we don't like, we will threaten your funding. Is this the gist that I should take away? Right. And if you offer, quote unquote, sanctuary to students who are in the country illegally, we will take your funding. (laughs) 
I feel like we've had a podcast about Title IX before, by the way you're talking about yes. it. It strikes me. I'm I learn a lot. <laughs> I learn a lot. The, the trick to doing a good podcast is to not actually listen. So <laughs> I have to go back later and pick up what we talked about. No, you can see the, I mean, it, it is, this is so classic. The same students who have said, forget due process, forget the law. Just, you know, we want the this magic hand of Obama or this magic hand of government to reach in and just do what's right. Well, guess what? Now the magic a, hand is the magic, changing hands. Exactly. <laughs> and, and President Obama's interpretation of what's right and President Trump's are not the same. And once you allow, once you set aside due process, this is what you end up with. It would be hilarious if that's what happens to these college kids. I think uh, I think it, it it may very well be what happens. Um, I don't I don't know if it's hilarious. Well, I mean, uh, not the students, but the protesters. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's easy to it's easier, far easier to have sympathy for someone who's you know desperately come to America to educate themselves for a better life than it is the pompous, obnoxious, you know, nose wipes who are out screaming, yelling. But I want to ask absolutely. you, when and you the talk to of the, history, often is hilarious. It is <laughs> when you talk to the American Council on Education, this group. What mm-hmm. did they say is going on? Like, did they talk about options the presidents have, or did they just simply say they're hearing from a lot of? campus leaders about what to do. They're, they're, they are hearing from a lot of campus pre- uh, um, college and university presidents about what they can actually do, you know, talking about offering legal aid to students who do come forward and say, you know, I'm in the country legally. But but also it said openly that that withholding funding from schools could be a very real problem because of the of the recent president. Um, and and these, these institutions are very risk averse. So we might see a lot of just turning around on the sanctuary status. Although cities, sanctuary cities are doubling down. Well, and we and, and at least in the in the interim we might see the same doubling down from campuses. Well sanctuary cities have their own funding mechanisms like local taxes, et cetera, and state taxes. Right, uh, yeah. universities don't. Okay. I'm gonna ask another question but I don't the reason I stopped is because I don't know that there is an answer or that you have anything to say on this, but I was okay. give you a chance. So put this story of sanctuary campuses in context of what we started with, mm-hmm. the conversation about college students trying to flee what appears to many people, reason, logic, basic responsibilities. When you talk to administrators, when you talk to students, I mean, do they get how foolish they look with their puppy rooms and their trigger warnings and protests for sanctuary or do they think they're just on the right side of history and the rest of us are you know boors who haven't caught up with them yet no i think they absolutely think they're on the right side of history and that thinking is reinforced by virtually everyone around them i mean jen lifitz and i went the day after the election to a flag burning at american university the the center of the protest of the mob that when once we arrived, it was post flag burning. We'd heard about the flag burning, and we rushed to the scene. There was at the center of a mob a girl, an African American girl. It so happened in um, a Make America Great Again hat who had been mobbed. She was, you know, the only one for miles around, probably. And I just think that's such an emblematic scene. Right. In other words. Uh, we have turned ourselves into a laughing stock by trying to restrict ideas and try to ban conversations we don't like. And the solution is to tighten that ban even more tightly, to actually forget the theoretical bubble, build an actual bubble and put ourselves in it and keep all information out. Right. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Alice Lloyd, thanks so much for joining us for the podcast. We appreciate your time. Thank you. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates, or better still, subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.com. It's absolutely free, and the podcast will magically appear in your iPad, iPhone, i whatever. I am your host, Michael Graham.